discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you glad to be here? Wow. Ask anybody you at all. Are you glad to be here at all? I'm happy to see you growing. You are growing. Do you know you are growing? Yes, you are growing both spiritually, physically, on every sea of your life. So I'm here to add up some more your growth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, one of the toughest things for a pastor to do is to know what to share with the people. It's very tough. It's not a joke. Sometimes when you're, when you're coming to preach, you don't even know what you're coming to say. Pastors go, go through a lot. Yeah. Your, mind, your mind is choked. Your head is spinning you. You are praying. Nothing is coming. Plenty, you know I mean, you can pray huh, and then something comes to you. You realize that you preached that just last week. You can't come and preach it again. We have to do something else. It's a very difficult thing. You know? So in my struggle to know what to come and share with you, that's what God told me that come and share on something very important. How many of you want to know what God, God, what God? Okay, I want to share with you concerning two keys for extraordinary success. Two keys. Say two keys. Two keys. Yes, just two. There are more keys, but... I just want to show you two keys. Now, the kingdom of God that we have is run on keys. They are keys for the kingdom. So, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Deuteronomy 8, 18. You see, because you have been working for the Lord, God just said, come and share this with them. To let them know their rewards. Okay? Some of their rewards. Hallelujah. Yeah, so I want to try and, I'll just try and start it out. Okay? For you. Can you read this one to me? One, two, go. As it says this day. Read it, read it once again. One to go. Hallelujah. Isn't it a beautiful scripture? But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that gives you power. He gives you what? Power. Power to get wealth. There's power to get wealth. <laughs> Say power. To get wealth. So wealth is not a bad thing. Wealth is a good thing. How many of you have ever lacked money before? Like, you didn't have money on you. 
you felt like dying. It's not an easy thing. Is it an easy thing? It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing. Which one do you prefer? Do you prefer lack of money or, aban- or abundance of money? Which one? Ask your neighbor, which one do you prefer? Which one? Do this to your neighbor. Which one do you prefer? Lack or abundance? Lack or abundance? I prefer abundance. Oh? Yeah, abundance is good. Abundance is better than lack. And God is letting you know that. Remember me because I am the one who, who gives you power to get wealth. And the reason for getting the wealth is that you may establish my covenant, that he may establish his covenant which is what unto thy fathers, as it is this day. Next verse. Look at the next verse. Verse 19. And it shall be if thou do all that, all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and mention them, and testify against you this day, that they shall surely perish. Hallelujah. He gives you power. Power. The word power, the Greek, the Hebrew word, is this written, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. Okay? So sometimes it's good when you look at where, what that word is and what it means. Okay? So the Hebrew word is of, for power is koak. K-O-A-C-H. Koak. Say koak. <laughs> Say it again. Koak. Are you surprised I'm telling you about some of these things? Koak. Koak. Okay? Koak. K-O-A-C-H. Koak. And actually that word, if you want to understand Hebrew words, one of the ways to understand Hebrew words is to find out where it comes from, where the word comes from. So this word koak, which is translated power here, is actually from two words. Okay? The first one is kela. Okay? Kela, which is K-E-L-L-A-H. And it means bright. It means bright. Like, uh, our sister was a bride some few months ago. She's a wife now. But at that time, she was a bride. Do you get it? Hmm. So it's from t- two words. Kela and then what? Katan. Kowak is from two words. Kela. K-E-L-L-A-H. And it means what? Bride. I, am I confusing you? Okay. That's the first word. Then the second word is katan. K-A-T-A-H-N. There are various ways of spelling it, but this is what I'm, I just to make it simple for you to understand. Okay? K-A-T-A-H-N. So I will spell it K-A-T-T-A-N. But it still works anyway. Hallelujah. So kowak is from two words. Kela and then Katan. And Katan means bridegroom. So Alfred was a bridegroom some months ago, but now he's a husband. Have you seen it? Bride and what? Bridegroom. That's where the word Kowak comes from. Kowak means, comes from two words, Kela and then Katan. Kela is bride, Katan is bridegroom. So where is this power from? This power to get what it is, and it, it shall be if thou do. Go, go back to verse 18. Verse 18 is my main scripture, okay? But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power. Power to get wealth. He gives you power to get wealth. Power. Power to get wealth. <laughs> so, where does the power come from? The name, the meaning of the word power shows you where the power comes from. It's from the bride and the bridegroom. 
The bride is you and I. The bridegroom is our Lord Jesus. Okay? So, what he's saying is that the source of the power to get wealth comes the day you receive Christ into your life. The day you are united with Christ. Our union with Christ is what produces the power to get wealth. Did you hear what I said? How many of you are born again? If you are born again, then you now have the power to get wealth. Because you are joined with the Lord. In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, if you don't know 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17, that means I have not been coming to church. Because the scripture we use a lot in church. As I said, almost every time. What's written in 2 Corinthians 5 17? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The day you become born again, you become a new creature. Okay? You are now joined to the Lord. The Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 17. You are joined to the Lord. So the ability to get wealth is from your unity with the Lord. Your, your union with the Lord. When you have a bride and you have a bridegroom, the next thing you think about is consummation. Or union. The wedding night. That's what you are thinking about. Because everything that, everything that makes you a bride is for the wedding night. And everything that makes you a groom is also for the wedding night. So when you think about bride and groom, you are thinking, the next thing you think about is union. Is they are coming together. And the coming together of Christ and the church is what produces power. To get wealth. <laughs> are you surprised? How many of you are surprised? Yeah. So, as you are sitting here right now, you have the power to get wealth. Right now, you see, there are two groups of Christians. There are those who always think that God is going to give them something. And they are always praying that God will give them something. And there are those who know that God has given them what they are supposed to get. They are supposed to get. One group is looking for it. The other group has it. This morning, there was a, there was a church I passed by as I was coming. And we were praying a certain prayer. Lord, make me an instrument to win souls. What are you talking about? You have been made an instrument to win souls already. So he's praying seriously. He's firing like machine gun. And his prayer is, Lord, make me. Oh, the Lord has made you already. If you know that the Lord has made you already, you will just step out and start doing something. And you'll be shocked at how many people will respond to you. Yeah. Because the Lord has made us ministers of reconciliation. Yes, after born again. First, so what you just read, Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen. If any man be in Christ, he's what? He's what? Ask me by his what? He's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Then he says, and all these new things are of God, who has reconciled us unto himself. Okay? By Jesus Christ. And has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. The, the, ministry, the word ministry of reconciliation means he has made you a soul winner. So you shouldn't pray that he will make you a soul winner. You have made a mistake. You must know what he has done and accept what he has done and step out as what he has made you. And you start getting a result. Are you seeing it? So there are some people who are praying for wealth. They are praying for money. Lord, prosper me. This is your last chance. Make a seat up. 
or else you no go see me for church again. Oh. This your promises, you they promise mankind. Every time you they you they promise. Lord, make a hammer. Make a hammer. A for hammer. A for hammer. Hey. They are praying. Make a what? Make a blow. Hey. Right now it's moved from hammer to blow. Well, I'm hearing it for the first time. Make a blow, Lord. You are, you are praying wrong prayers. You see, it's, it's like the, the guy who is a sniper shooting a gun and not directing the gun where he's supposed to shoot the gun. The enemy is here. You are supposed to shoot here. You are shooting here. How can the enemy die? What do you think the, the enemy will do to you? He will, beat, he will beat you till you die. Yeah, because you are misfiring. So there are a lot of Christians who are praying, but they are misfiring in their prayer. They are shooting at the wrong side. It's, it's a prayer you shouldn't be praying. Lord, make me wealthy. It's a wrong prayer. You are disturbing God. Michael will stand and say, Them, them are for the way, Jimmy Powell. Michael will be worried about you. Abraham will be shocked. They'll be moving up and down like, Ah, this boy, bah. God, when, when this boy go, he go make correct. Why, why? They are just wondering about you. Look at Second Corinthians chapter 5. No, Second Corinthians chapter 8. Verse 9. 2 Corinthians 8-9. We, because we have that power. Say we have that power. We have that power. To, get to get wealth. We have that power to, to get wealth. We have that power. See, I have that power. Do you know how this church started? This church started with nothing. There was no money, nothing. The first renting we had... Okay, the whole church, we had just 3,000 Ghana cities. This is 2012. 3,000 Ghana cities. The whole church, 3,000 Ghana cities. And we needed about 12,000 cities to do the work. We pushed, 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 pushed. We were able to get some more. And we paid up. And we needed 3,000 extra to sort things out. So I had to go and look, at a, look for a friend and tell him to give him money. And I told him I paid him back in installments with profit. I'll pay him thousand thousand and the profit to be hundred Ghana, hundred Ghana, hundred Ghana, making three three thousand three hundred. He said it was a good deal, so he gave me the money. And I used it to do the church. There was no money. I went to Kumasi with one bag. I'm actually not from Kumasi. I was not born in Kumasi. I form here. I form here be. Gan you be the Jimmy. I'm not a gun, but I was born here. I was born in Danzuman. I was born and raised in Danzuman. But because of school, I went to uh, Kumasi Tech. And when I finished, God said, go back and go and do church. So I went back to go and do church. I was having just one bag. One bag. Yes. One bag. I showed it to you before. One bag. Yeah. 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 When I was relocating, you carried it. That was all I had. My whole world was one bag. But I had something. I knew something. I knew what I'm telling you now. If you know what I'm telling you, if you accept what I'm telling you now, eh? No matter what is around you. Makes no difference where you are. You can be sleeping under this bridge. If you accept what I'm telling you now, you'll be shocked that with time, your life will just be changing like that. I mean, your finances will be changing like, like a steer. The way you can power steer, you can just power, it will just be changing like that. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. I don't want to tell you how much the church... Uh, mix in a year. If I tell you, you will not come to church again. You will not give offering again. 
but it's way more than 200,000 Ghana cities. It's more than 300,000 Ghana cities. I mean, we're able to build a building that costs 1 million Ghana cities in 6 months. So just, you are just trying to wrap your mind around it. How many years later? 2012 to 2016, 17. That's just about 4 or 5 years. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm showing you the secrets. I'm telling you that because you are united with Christ, you have power. You may not know. The problem of Christians is ignorance. They don't know what they have. If only they knew, they would be different. Okay? You can have gold in your neck, on your neck, in, as a necklace, and you'll be using it as fashion. You don't know that you can. And you'll be struggling. You want food to eat. You don't know that you can, you can just melt the gold that you have on your neck. For it to make you a millionaire. You don't know. Yeah, there's a story concerning Akwetia uh, in, in, in the Eastern region. They were throwing diamonds, they were using diamonds as stones because they didn't know the value of what they had. Because at that, at that time, the diamonds were on the, on the, on the surface of the earth. There was so, so much that was on the surface of the earth. They would use it to kill birds. They would take it. That's $800 million. They would use it to kill a bed and go and carry the bed and go and chew the bed. That was what was happening because they didn't know. They didn't know. The Bible says that they know not, neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness. Because they don't know and don't understand, they will walk, in, they will walk on in darkness. The knowledge of God's word is too important. Knowledge of God's word and what he has made and what he has done is too important. If you don't have it, you are in trouble. I'm so confident about the future because I know I have the power to get wealth. My wealth is not dependent on my bank account. I can show you my bank account right now. That's not, I don't normally keep money in the bank. Okay? If my, my money is... Even church, we don't keep money in the bank. They don't like us. Every time our, our account is almost zero. 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 When it hits the account, now the following day, nah, it's doing something. It's the current account. It's just flowing like that. You like what I'm saying? Your money... It's not dependent on what you have in your pocket. Your wealth is not dependent on what you have on you. Okay? The Bible says, Jesus said that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. Your wealth is not in the abundance of things you possess. Because you have a car, you think that you are wealthy. No. Your wealth is not that. If you don't have a car, never say that. I'm not, I don't know. I don't have anything. Brother, you are making a mistake. Let me show you. Can I, can I show you a story? Can I show you? Know me if you want me to show it to you. All right, I'll show it to you now. Yeah, I'll show it to you now. Go to Genesis chapter 39. Let's read from verse 1. Genesis chapter 39, from verse 1. Hmm. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. Do you know, how many of you know Joseph? I'm not talking about brother Joseph, the original Joseph, the one who was in the Bible. Not Jesus' father. Okay, natural father. I'm talking about the Joseph who was the son of Jacob. Now, prior to this, if you read the verses before this, Joseph was in his father's house. The Bible says that his father liked him so much. He liked him more than all his brothers. So he sold a coat of many colors for him. Joseph was enjoying in his father's house. But all his other brothers, he had ten other brothers apart from another brother. He had eleven other brothers. One was younger than him. He was the last but one born. But all the senior brothers didn't like him. Nobody liked him because he was a dreamer. 
he always be dreaming and telling them. One day he dreamt and came to tell them that, hey, we were all in the field, we were putting our harvest together. And my, my sheaf or my harvest, whatever, stood up. And all of you stood up. And it bowed, they all bowed to me, to my sheaf. Then the big brother said, we are, we are foolish boy. Who bowed down to you? Come on, get out of here. Small boy. Joseph was just 17 years when he was having those dreams. They blasted him. Who are you? Do you think we'll come and serve you? Foolish boy. Have you ever had a big brother who did that? Eh? Yeah. No doubt. He told him, get out of this place. But he was still saying, he said, my, my, your chief bowed to my chief. Eh? <laughs> then another time, the Bible says that he dreamed, that, he dreamed again. And this one, when he dreamed, the, the stars the moon and the sun were bowing down to him. So he told his father and all his brothers. When he was saying, his father said, hey, 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 hey. You are going too far. What's all this? Do you mean that my, your mother and my son will come and come and worship you? Come on, keep quiet. But they didn't know that it was God who was doing all those things. God was putting all those things into his heart. So his brothers hated him. One day his brothers went to feed the sheep. The father's sheep somewhere. Are you listening to the story? I'm coming to you something important to you, but I have to give you a background, a background so that you can understand. When his brother saw him coming, they said, Ah, this boy is coming. Let's kill him. This dreamer is coming. Let's kill him. Their own brother, their own blood. So don't be surprised when your own blood wants to kill you. They said, Let's kill him. So we come and we'll see. They said that let's kill him so that we'll see what will become of his dreams. They want to kill him. I mean, to kill the dream, they must kill the person. So they said, I will kill him. Yeah? And he told it to his father, blah, blah, blah. You, you see down there. So they decided to kill him. But his biggest brothers decided that he will, he will not let them kill him. So he told them, okay, let's put him, there's a pit here. Let's put him in that pit. They were in a desert somewhere. So he said, let's put him in this pit. Okay? And he had the intention that when they go away, he will come and come and rescue him and take him back to their father. But when he, he told them to put, them, put him in the pit, they did. When they put him in the pit. And the brother, big brother went somewhere. Then they saw some people passing by. Ishmaelites. They were from the tribe of, they were from uh, sons of Ishmael, passing by. Then they had an idea. Let's sell our brother to these Ishmaelites so that he will just go away from us. Then they said, okay, it's good. Let's, let's sell him. So they took him out of the pit and sold him, their own brother, they sold their brother for 20 pieces of silver. 20 pieces of They sold him into slavery. 40 Ghana. And they sold him for 40 Ghana and took his shirt of many colors. And then poured, they killed an animal and poured the blood into the coat and took it to their father that, oh, their brother was torn by a beast when he was coming to them. They saw the shirt on the road. The father cried and cried and cried and cried. Joseph went to, was taken by the Ishmaelites to Egypt. He didn't have a shirt on. There was no, you remember his shirt was taken. He didn't have a, he was just wearing boxer shorts. And he was moving like that. He was, he walked from that place to Egypt. In chains. Hmm? In chains. Someone who was enjoying his own house. All of a sudden he had become a slave. They, they, he woke up a slave. They were dragging him into Egypt. Now, chapter 39 verse 1, where I said we should read, is the next thing concerning the story. Can I read it to you now? Okay. And Joseph was brought down. Say brought down. Do you understand brought down? Egypt is always described as down. A lot of people think that some places are very powerful, but it's actually described as down. <laughs> How many of you think America is the place to be? 
at that time, Egypt was a superpower. The world superpower. Egypt was like America today. But God always described Egypt as down. Because going to Egypt was reducing in your life. <laughs> if you go to Egypt and you have not been told to go to Egypt, it's actually a reduction in your life. I know somebody who just died because he went to America. Yeah, someone shot him and he just died. I was telling you, I don't know if I was telling you. Yeah, someone just shot him. But if we were in Ghana, he wouldn't have been shot. If you just travel just anyhow, you'll be in trouble. When you're traveling, talk to God first. Do you understand? Don't just they don't think that America, America is the America, America, America is the place to be. That is where they shoot people. In Ghana, the worst the police can do is to hit you with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> or blow you in a bank. In America, they can shoot you and they'll go scot free. They can end your life. Hallelujah. So Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him. They bought him in the hands of the hands of the Ishmaelites. Which have brought him down thither. Next verse. Kala Basha Sete Lego. I don't know how to read the scripture to you. It's too nice. The scripture is too nice. I don't know how to read it to you. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever had that. You are reading your Bible, you see something and you stand up and you're like, ah, ah. Sometimes I can read about like this is too this is too much. I can't read it again. I'll just put it down, you have to be walking around. Hey, how can God say something like this in the Bible? It's too much. This is one of those scriptures. And the Lord was with Joseph. Say the Lord was with Joseph. Joseph. That is all you need in your life. That is all you need in your life. You see, and for us, the Lord is not just with us. The Lord is in us. Intertwined with us. Joined with us. We are in union with him. And the Lord was with Joseph. And read the rest. Read the rest. One to go. You are not reading it romantically enough. Read it well. One to go. Hey, read it again. What did Joseph have? What did he have? He had boxer shorts, that's all. No shirts. He was in chains. He had just been sold. But he was a prosperous man. So your prosperity is not in the things around. He had nothing. I mean, probably he had before this he had a coat of many colors, but even that time he was not described as prosperous. When he was sold into slavery into Potiphar's house, and the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Next, look at the next verse. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. His master saw. Even his master could see that there's something different about this guy. That's why you come to church and we say, Say, I am rich. And you'll be saying, These people, they like talking about, I'm rich, I'm rich. I don't have anything. I have nothing. Let's talk about realities, Pastor. I don't have anything. I'm using cocoa yam, not even yam, cocoa yam. It is almost becoming a cassava. You say what? I'm rich. I won't say it. Pastor, go away. <laughs> we are just helping you identify what you really are. What you have become. Because of your union with Christ. He says, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. Everything he touched prospered. His prosperity was not outside. His prosperity, he was prosperity. So you are prosperity. 
and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. You see, you are, you are, you are a, a money magnet. That's what you are. You don't know. I'm here to tell you. There's power. You see, magnets has power in it to attract metals. If we put a, a big magnet here, it doesn't have to do anything. All it needs to do is just stay there. And uh, any metal that tries to pass by will be attracted. Is it true? That's how you are. That's how your life is. Your life is a money, it's wealth magnets. You are the wealthy one I'm talking about. Yeah, you are like that. <laughs> so no matter what corner I'm putting, you, you, don't worry, put me anywhere. Put me anywhere, you will see. Just put me anywhere. That is my life. I'm just sharing my experience with you. I'm just sharing my experience with you. I attract money. Most of the time I don't come to a car with money. I don't come to a car with money most of the time. I don't carry money. You can search me, you will not find money on me. I don't hold money. First of all, because I don't like the way my, money is too, Ghana, Ghana money is too dirty. Yeah. I, I'm too conscious of it. When I touch it too much, I have to wash my hand. You get it? I feel, I start to itch when I touch it too much. So I don't normally have it on me. You can search me right now. I don't have any money on me. <laughs> I don't have anything on me. Yeah, and it has helped me to think like that. That I don't need money around me. Wherever I go, money will come. If you have this mindset, then you will not be afraid of starting anything in your life. Maybe some people are selling pure water already, and you want to sell pure water too. Don't worry. Is that the idea God is giving you? Start selling the pure water. You'll be shocked that all those people who are selling the pure water will will be taking their pure water from you. Yeah. Because. There's prosperity on you. You are prosperity. You are the magnet. You are the magnet. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. Verse 4. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put into his hand. Because the guy was prosperous. So Potiphar left everything for him. Next verse. Next verse. And it came to pass on the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. Everything he had in the house and in the field was blessed because there was just one person, an individual who knew that the Lord was with him. He knew that the Lord was with him. You see, after this place, Joseph ended up in a prison. When he went to the prison, he was in prison. No, it doesn't matter where you are in life. You just need to know what you what you are. You can be a student and be prosperous as a student. You can be a banker and be prosperous as a banker. You can be a track pusher. It doesn't matter. All you need is your the knowledge of God's word, of what you are. My mother doesn't remember the last time she gave me money. They stopped giving me money long ago when I was in university. That was when they stopped giving me money. I paid my younger brother's school fees. Yeah. I take care of so many people. So many people. I, people can come and eat in my house. Free of charge. You don't know. Every Saturday and Sunday, my customer, this is my customer. Every Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, he's always in my house. Just eating. Nobody will say, hey, why did you take this food? Hey. We don't fight him about food in my house. 
Like you can't drink something in the fridge and then we'll come. Hey, who took the drink? Everybody, come, come, come. Ah, do you know the plans and the purposes I have for this drink? Who drank it? You will run for the next five days of your life. There's nothing like that. You can drink whatever you want to drink. You can eat whatever you want to eat. You can do whatever you want to do. You can sleep anywhere you want to sleep. I don't mind. Nobody cares. Because I'm rich. I said I'm rich and you're looking at me like this. Say something. You should say something. You should say something. No, you are serving God though. You should understand. Yeah. We said we have been winning souls. You went out. You won the souls. God is rewarded. God is telling you your reward. God is helping you identify what you really are. You are the wealthy one. Uh-huh. This is chapter 39, 22. It says, And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Can you imagine? Go, let's read from verse 20. I think from verse 20 would be nicer. And Joseph's master took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. So he ended up in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. Did you hear that? The Lord was what? With Joseph. No matter where you are, know that the Lord is with you. Know that you are intertwined with God. Wherever you are going, God is going with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatever they, they did there, he was the doer of it. 23. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. The Lord made it to prosper. It's serious though. The keeper of the prison knew. He just recognized it. He just recognized and put him in charge. When he put him in charge, everything, the prison was prospering. <laughs> yeah. Even the prison was prospering. So it doesn't matter where you are put. It doesn't matter where you are put. Listen, the not that you are going in. You will be shocked. You will not be coming back. I'm speaking under the unction of the Spirit. You will not be coming back. I mean, you, you will not have need. You will be surprised. Money will come to you. People will be attracted to you. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. You'll be a, a rich man there. In a place where everybody thinks it's dry. You'll be shocked. God, God, will, give you, God will give you gold there. That's yeah, watch out. Wherever you are planted. It doesn't matter. Wherever I'm planted. It will, it will just work. This is a consciousness I have for planting churches. Actually. This is a consciousness I have. If I'm, if I'm there. If I'm related to it. It will work. Yeah, it will work. Whatever I touch, say whatever I touch, works. Because I'm the blessed of the Lord. You are united with Him. And because you are united with Him, power. There's power to get wealth. Power. There, you see, it's, it's consciousness. Like I said, it doesn't matter what you are doing, where you are. Just know what I'm telling you about. Knowledge is everything. Knowledge of God's word is everything. Go for the knowledge of God's word. Okay? Don't be an ignorant child of God. There are a lot of ignorant children of God. So ignorant. They don't know what is going on. They don't know what is happening. That is why they don't go forward. For instance, there are a lot of Christians who don't know that they are not supposed to be sick. They don't know. So they fall sick every time. Every time. I don't, I, I don't remember the last time I slept on a hospital bed. 
The hospitals don't like me. They don't like me. They can't accept, they can't have me in their hospitals. That I don't have a hospital card. Not that I don't want to have some. I, I just I just don't have it. I don't have any folder anywhere. For them to have my history. Do we feel body pains? Oh, we feel body pains every time. Stomach pain. Oh, we feel it. Back pain. We feel it. But it doesn't mean anything. We have the blood of Christ. And we have and we have the name of Jesus. Yeah, I just take communion. This is your blood, and this is your body. Whether it is I can take tea bread <laughs> and take Coca-Cola. This is this is the blood of Christ. And this is the it can be a brown cartier. The bro is the blood of Christ. Then cartier is the body of Christ. You just mix it, you chew it, nyan, nyan, nyan. Drink water on the thank you, Father, that I'm healed. You'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. That you'll be moving around. And you see, and you don't take it just once. You see, if it were a drug, you'll be taking it twice a day. Or three times a day. So same thing with the with the body of Christ. Communion. Same thing. So if you are not feeling well, just take it like you take a drug. Morning you take it. Afternoon you take it. Evening you take it. The following day. Morning you take it. Afternoon you take it. Evening you take it. You realize that by the first day, you see, they say that you give it three days for the drug to work. Isn't it? Don't you give it three days. Say, take for three days. Same thing. Take the communion for three days. As you are taking you realize that. Hey. Charlie, after, the, after the first day, initially you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't, you were walking like this. After the first day, you realize that you are walking like this. The second day, you are walking like this. The third day, you just be moving up and down like that. It works. It works. You don't even know the composition in the, in the drugs that they are giving you. But you are taking it. You believe in it. That's why it works. Have you seen people taking drugs that don't work? They don't believe in the drugs, so it doesn't work. They have side effects. The drugs doesn't work for them. If you don't believe in the body of Christ, it will not do anything for you. The flesh, it will not do anything. If you don't believe in the blood, it will not do anything for you. Hallelujah. The guy, the guy had nothing on. He had nothing. Naked. He came naked. He ended up in prison. From prison he became prime minister. Of the, of the whole of Egypt. Whole of Egypt. And when he became prime minister of Egypt. That was when. You see. Egypt experienced. If you read, if you read the story. You know that Egypt experienced bumper harvests. Okay, how did that bumper harvest come? Who did? Who did they, Why did they come? It was because Joseph was there. It was because he was there. Yes. Hey. See, I'm different. I'm different. Say it again. I'm different. I'm different. I'm the wealthy one. You may not have anything. Else. Compare yourself to Joseph. You realize that you are better than Joseph. You are not a slave. You've not been sold into slavery. Even if you are living with somebody, you are prosperity there. The Lord is blessing that house because of you. For your sake. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Okay? Don't be afraid to start anything. Don't be afraid of where you are. Don't complain. Tell anybody, don't complain. Read the story of Joseph. Well, he never complained. He never complained. He was always, always quiet. Yes, quiet. Because he knew what he was. Yeah. I'm telling you. Announce about Announce it though. Announce the area. This is the biggest church in the whole area. Yeah. Manual, this church will produce millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I'm talking, you are the one going to give the millions of dollars. You will have it and you will give it. Yeah. That's what God is saying. You may not believe in me. You may not believe what I'm saying. 
but it will come to pass. It will come to pass. God will shock you. Okay? Are you ready for some wild prosperity? Like some prosperity you never thought you would see in your life. Yeah. Listen, 100,000 Ghana cities is nothing to me. When I'm doing something, they say it's 100,000 Ghana cities. I don't think about it. Hey, I can just get it for you. I can just get it for you. Yeah. Level, one level to the other. Sometimes I go, it meant something, but now it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes I go 3,000, I couldn't, I couldn't even get 3,000. Yeah. But because I know this. Let me show you some more. Can I show you some more? Yeah. So, we are, we are prosperity. We are the wealthy ones. It's because of the redemption that we have in Christ. It's because of our union with Him. Let me show you a scripture. It's, prosperity is our, it's, it's, it's our redemptive right. Okay? It is our redemptive right. Right. We are prosperous because of what we have become. Look at Revelation chapter 5. Let's read from verse 11. Hallelujah. And I beheld. Say I beheld. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels run about the throne and the beasts and the elders. This is the, this is the apostle John seeing a vision of heaven. He says, And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands. You see, those times they didn't know the word millions or billions. That was why he described it like that. He saw billions of people, trillions of people, quadrillions of people. Hallelujah. Septillions of people. But he, he couldn't tell, uh, give the English word. You get it? So he said, look at, look at, he said, there was 10,000 times 10,000. 10,000 times 10,000. How much is that? That's what? 1 billion, right? 10,000. Times 10,000. That's eight zeros. 100 billion. So only this is 100 billion. Uh, eight zeros, yes. So 100 billion. Only this. 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands. He saw billions of people. Next verse. Verse 12. Saying with a loud voice. All of them were saying with a loud voice. Worthy is the Lamb. Who is the Lamb? Jesus Christ our Lord, right? Where is the lamb that was slain to receive power? He was slain for this purpose to receive power and riches. He was slain to receive power and to receive riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Did you hear that? Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Now, Jesus didn't get these things for himself. He doesn't need it. Jesus is in heaven. He doesn't need it. What does he need riches for? He already works on gold. What does he need wisdom for? He is wisdom. What does he need Anna for? He is the honored one. He's been honored. He's been crowned with glory. What does he need the blessing for? He doesn't need it. What does he need the glory for? He doesn't need it. He acquired all these things for you and I. He acquired all these things for you. Are you born again? If you are born again, then you are in Christ. And because you are in Christ, you will have riches and power and wisdom and strength 
I will never be weak in my life again. I have strength and honor and glory and blessing. I'm a very cool guy, but I'm too, I'm I'm stupidly confident. No, you, it's not easy to push me around. I'm very cool, very jovial, but it is very difficult to turn me. Because I know I know these things. I know this. People have fought me. People have done things. Listen, some time ago, someone, some people took 100,000 Ghana cities from us. 100,000 Ghana cities. 2014. Yeah, we signed two bad deals. We're looking for property in Accra to rent. They took 40,000 in Accra. In Kumasi, they took 50,000. Same week, in one week. We gave this money to these people. Tuesday, the other people had it on Friday. We, we could do that. 2000, we gave them 50, almost 100,000. And all of them swept us. They all ran away. Two women. Yeah, they all ran away. That's not a small thing. I was praying, and God, tell, God told me that listen, you are like the ocean. You are like what? Have you seen the ocean before? Yeah. If you've not seen the sea before, just drive down here. You will see a sea. You will just see this. We can go and baptize you in the sea. Yeah. It's just around. Can you steal water from the sea? Can you steal water from the sea? Oh, you can. You can take. You can be stealing the water. But does the water get finished as you are stealing it? You are the one who will drown. You will drown. If you have plans of stealing from the ocean, you will drown, and the ocean will still be there. Say I'm like the ocean. Yeah. I can't go down. It's not possible. Listen, be confident in life, okay? Don't let your present circumstances put you down. Because of what's happening around you. There's no money, there's no whatever, there are no so you start you are there. Stop saying those foolish things. Say what everybody in heaven is saying. Worthy is the Lamb that was sent to receive power. I have power. I have riches. I have wisdom. I have strength. I have honor. I have glory. I have blessing. Hallelujah. I'm the blessed of God. Yeah, I'm the blessed of God. It is our redemptive rights. It is. Prosperity is our redemptive rights. It is our redemptive rights. It's our redemptive right. You can't be poor. It's not possible. It is not possible. So now let me tell you something. The blessed, there are things I have that I didn't buy. What I'm wearing, I didn't buy it. All my dressing, I didn't even buy one. From my shoe to my shirt to everything. Every, I, I don't buy a lot of things. I don't buy a lot of things. Yeah, the car I drive, I don't buy, I didn't buy it. I have two cars, I didn't buy even one. I have two cars, I didn't buy one. Another one is coming. I didn't buy it. I don't. I'm the blessed of the Lord, you get it? If you have that at the back of your mind, you stop thinking to acquire everything by what you have. The blessing of the Lord is what causes you to buy a land that is worth one million dollars for hundred thousand Ghana cities. Have you ever had that experience before? Someone is selling a phone. The phone is supposed to be sold for three thousand Ghana cities, but the person ends up selling it to you for thousand Ghana cities or five hundred Ghana. Have you ever experienced that before? That is a, it's part of the blessings of the Lord. Yeah, you that, that is a blessing. You, you get it at a cheaper price. 
What others do with 40 million Ghana cities, you will do with 1 million Ghana cities. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's the blessing of the Lord. That's the blessing of the Lord. It causes things to just happen. I mean, how, how much did you pay for this place? He didn't pay much. He didn't pay much. They have the next place. How much are the next place you pay? About 80,000. Just for like two years. Just for two years. The next place, 80,000. Yeah. Same thing in Uniba. But this one is so like peanuts. Nothing. You could bargain and bring it down. It's nothing. Yeah. Uh, that is a blessing of the Lord. If you are not careful, you will not see it. You will think. You will not see it. Yeah. You are buying. You want to buy a car. The car that is supposed to be sold for eighty thousand, it's just sold to you for forty thousand or twenty thousand. The person will say, I'm, I'm in need. I need money. I need to go. I need to do this. Then you, you look for 20,000 for the person and then it's yours. That's the blessing of God. Yeah. Listen. See, I'm the wealthy one. That is your life. That is your life. Yeah. Money chases you. Can I show you some more? Sure, sure, sure. 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 Hmm. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. It's a redemptive right though. He obtained it all for us. He did. So I can't go down. Now you've known me for some. How, how long have we known each other? Since 2011. Since 2011. How many years is that? That's about um, seven years now. Have I reduced since you got to know me? Never. Exponential increase. Have you reduced since you came? Never. Exponential increase. <laughs> yeah. We just going higher and higher and higher and higher. It's not automatic for some people because they don't know it. Because they don't know it, they don't confess it. They know, some people know it, but they don't confess it. They look at their circumstances, they let their circumstances drown them. They let their reality become the reality that is around them. What is around you, makes, it doesn't mean anything. Give yourself five years. Just give yourself five years and just be talking. I'm rich. I'm wealthy. I cannot go down. I'm going higher and higher. Prosperity is mine. Because I am prosperity in the earth. Money comes to me. Because I'm money magnets. I attract money. What? You'll be shocked. You will be shocked. God will shock you. You'll be amazed. Always have it in your mind. Okay? You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. The next thing is that it's your covenant rights. It's your covenant rights. Hmm? It's your covenant rights. It is your redemptive rights. And it is your covenant rights as well. <laughs> you remember Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. You read it. Let's read it again. It says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Why? So that he, he God, may establish his covenant, which is swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. He God will establish his covenant. So it is, it is part of the covenant that the Lord made with Abraham. Okay? God told Abraham that I will prosper you. Have you read Genesis chapter 12 before? Let's read Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 to verse 4. 
It's part of the co- it's, a, it's part of our covenant right. God is obliged. A covenant is a, is an eternal promise. Eh? A covenant is a final, eternal, binding statement of promise. Eternal, a final. A covenant is a final. Write it down. This one, you have to write it down. A covenant. See a covenant. Genesis chapter one. So, right? Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless you. And make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Next verse. And I will bless them that bless you and curse him that cursed you. And in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. In you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. In you shall everybody in the whole world be blessed. So if someone wants to be blessed, the person has to see you. Masikula askiste palaba. Regas kastimino umpalagasiste lebe. Mondish kaide asastuno umpale. I see you journeying in glory. Journeying in graciousness. Journeying in greatness. Because you are the seed of Abraham. Yeah. You are the seed of Abraham. We are the product of this covenant that God made with them. Yeah. We are the product. Sit down for a moment. We are the co- Look at Genesis chapter 13 verse 1. Look at Genesis 13 1. God told him that I'll bless you. Look at Genesis 13 1. And Abraham went up out of Egypt. You see, he went up out. When you are going out of Egypt, you are going up. He went, God is very careful with his vessel. Abraham went up out of Egypt. He and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. Verse 2. Shili Kaskasti Manama. And Abraham was very rich. Abraham was very rich. Abraham was so rich that when he's entering, when he was entering Egypt, the Pharaoh was the one who received him at Egypt. The king of Egypt, the king of the biggest country at that time, was the one who received him. Yeah. And Abraham was very rich. Do you hear that? He was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. When it comes to gold, the guy is rich. Very rich. When it comes to silver, he's very rich. When it comes to cattle, he's very rich. Rich on every side. Why? Because God cut a covenant with him. God made a covenant with him and said, You, I've chosen you that I'll bless you. I've just decided that I'll bless you. I like you. I'll just bless you. You can't ask God questions why he did it. Did you, did you, did, did your, your dress choose you this morning? Your dress, the dress you're wearing, did it choose you? You chose it. Can you explain why you chose it? You can't explain. Same thing with the choosing of God. God chooses without anybody asking him how, why he chose. And God decided that you are the one he's blessing. You are the one who's blessed. Yeah. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? He was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold because of the covenant. So that he will establish the kingdom of God on the earth. Yeah? Go to chapter 24, verse 1. Chapter 24, verse 1. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. And Abraham was old. And well stricken in age. And the Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. I mean at this level they couldn't count his money. They couldn't count what he was rich in. So they just summarize it. The Lord, the, the Lord has blessed him in all things. 
He was blessed in all things. See, I'm blessed. In all things. He was blessed in all things. In all things. That's the covenant of the Lord. So it's our covenant right to be prosperous. It's our covenant right to be blessed. It's our covenant right to do well and increase. You see, if you don't understand covenant, you may not understand what I'm saying. Let me help you, your mind a little. Psalm 105 verse 8. Psalm 105 verse 8. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. When God covenanted with Abraham, it was unto a thousand generations. Unto a, it is not yet hundred generations yet. So this co- is still working. It's still in the system. It's still in the system. It's still working. Thousand generations. He says he has remembered this covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Thousand, so it is working up to date. We are products of that covenant. Listen, you, don't, you can't be poor. It's not possible. <laughs> Psalm 111 verse 5. Psalm 111 verse 5. We are the seed of Abraham. 111 verse 5. He has given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. God will ever be mindful of his covenant. So he's, when it comes, he's mindful of the covenant he has made with your father Abraham. So get ready. Tell me about get ready. Get ready. To see wild things around you. Okay? Do you understand my message? Is it simple enough? Is it simple? It's very simple. So I want to show you how the money, the physical cash is going to be showing up around you. Can I show it to you now? How many of you want to see some dollars around you? Some pounds around you? Do you like such things or you don't like? You, dear, you, you are so righteous that you want to be poor. Your righteousness is the poverty type of righteousness. Not in this church. You have to relocate. You have to find another church. We don't like that. We are building churches. We need money to build churches. Yeah. You see, we are interested in establishing the covenant of God. Establishing the kingdom of God on the earth. So God is also interested in making sure that we prosper. Okay? The prosperity is for a reason. It's for a reason. Just so that we might establish his covenant. Hallelujah. So the money that comes to your hand is not for you. It's for the house of God. You must manage this. You see, wealth is not an attainment, but an entrustment. Wealth is not an attainment. It's not something you attain to. How are you going to attain to wealth? You are already wealth. You understand? So it's not something you are looking forward to attaining. Like when I get $100 million, then I'll know that. Have you realized that I don't say small money? Have you realized I can't use small money as my example. I have to use big money because that's how you are going to become. That's what you are going to be doing. Believe in yourself. Oh. Believe in what God has said about you. Okay? Yeah. So wealth is not, it's not, an, it's not an attainment. Like you get a big car, big whatever. The big cars, they are there, but it is nothing. Do you get it? Big car is nothing. When you die, you leave all those things here. It's not about that. Okay? It's an entrustment. Wealth is an entrustment that God gives to you. You're entrusted with it to do something with it. Okay? Yeah. There's he that scattereth and yet increaseth. And there's he that withholdeth and yet tendeth to penury. If you withhold, you become poor. If you scatter, you become rich. Hallelujah. So it's not, it's not an attainment at all. Don't, don't be thinking about, like, I'm going to attain. No. No. How do, I, how do I assess it? It's through giving. Okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you surprised? 
Sometimes you think that you have to give when you, are, you have plenty money. Sometimes you wonder, how, how? This thing that this money is saying, when I look at myself, I don't, I don't see it. I honestly and genuinely don't see it. I'm aware. The way to making it show forth physically around you is by giving. Okay? It's by giving. You give, don't give out of your abundance. Give when there's nothing. Give when you don't have anything. Let me show you two scriptures. It's very serious. It's very, very serious. If you don't do it, you lose out. How many of you know about the principle of gravity? The law of gravity. What does the law of gravity say? All that goes up must come down. Isn't it? It's a principle. No matter who you are. If you don't do it, you lose out. It comes down. If you jump, you come down. No matter how powerful you are. Listen, Superman does not exist. Nobody. The guy who started, who did Superman? He, he, the first guy, he broke his back. Because he jumped somewhere and he broke his a, a horse. He was riding a horse and the horse put him down and stepped on him. Stepped on his back and broke all of his spine. So he couldn't do anything. He died recently. He died last year or early this year. Yes, he stepped on him and whatever. Well, I think he was a second Superman. Yeah. Superman, pa. man or steel. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. You can't fly and do this. You are lying. Gravity will act on you. You are not going to hold you down. Why are you going? It's a principle. If you want to go against gravity, you must use another principle called the principle of flight. Airplanes are able to fly in the air. Bears are able to fly in the air because they are flying based on another principle. A higher principle called flight. Or aerodynamics. Do you understand what I'm saying? No matter who you are, if you don't follow the principles, you are in trouble. Yeah. You can know that you can fly. But if you don't follow the principles of flight, you, you will be there. You will be doing this. You are, not, you are not going here. You are staying here. Why are you going? You are staying here. It's a principle. Okay? In the same way, there are principles to making prosperity work. And the principle is giving. You give to God. You give to His messengers. You give to your parents. You give to His uh, uh, people around you. There are different types of giving. We can talk about all those things. But I'm just showing you that giving is the way. You give from where you are. You understand what I'm saying? Give from where you are. I remember when I used to give five CDs as my seed. Yeah, I remember. The last time we decided that we were going to give, I didn't give less than 20,000 Ghana CDs on my own as an individual. Yes. I was able to give more than that. But I started from somewhere. I didn't have 20,000 Ghana cities six years ago. I couldn't release 20,000. I couldn't. It was not possible. I was prosperity, but that was not my level. I could give five, ten, hundred, twenty, fifty, two hundred, five. I remember when I started giving five. I remember when I gave my first five thousand. I remember. I remember. I remember when I gave my first ten thousand. I remember. Yes. Hallelujah. I want to give fifty thousand. That's my next target. I want to give 50,000 Ghana cities to God at once. Yeah. I remember when I gave 30,000 to God at once. 30,000. 
I've even given 50,000 before. Yeah, I've given 50,000 to God before. Last two years. I gave 50,000 to God. So don't be angry if I'm driving a nice car. Don't think that I've stolen money to do it. I, I didn't steal money to do it. I'm a giver. I've given more than the car. Yes. Hallelujah. If you don't give, it won't work. You can confess till you die. After confessing, you must give. And you give from where you are. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 21. Don't ignore the word of God, okay? The Bible says that ignore the word and suffer. If you ignore the word, you will suffer. Christians suffer because they ignore the word. If you ignore the word, you will suffer. In every aspect of your life. Tell me, but don't ignore the word. I'm coming to show you something very important, okay? This is Jesus. You know Jesus is God, right? When God came to the earth, some people, he was in church, and some people were giving offering. And he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. They were giving, the rich men were giving their gifts. They were casting into the treasury. Look at the next verse. And he saw also a certain poor widow. She was a widow and she was poor. Look at her condition. A widow is someone who has lost their husband. If you lose your, normally the husbands are their breadwinners. If the husband goes away, you are in trouble. So the husband had died and she was poor. Meaning that the husband was poor already before he died. And on top of the poverty, she had become a widow. She was in the bottom part of life. Bottom part of life. Okay? Bottom. I mean, last. Poor widow. He also saw, he saw also a certain poor widow casting in the, the, the two mites. She put the two mites like two pesos. That's what she had. She put two pesos into the bowl. When that happened, Jesus was standing behind the offering bowl, looking at what everybody was giving. When the widow came to come and give her money, Jesus said, Hey, it's okay, everybody stop. Stop, 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 stop. Then he called his disciples, Come. And he said, Of the truth, of the truth, I say unto you that this poor widow has cast in more than they all. He, she has done more than everybody. Two mites. No, it doesn't make sense. Two, how can two persons be more than $500,000? What are you talking about? Jesus, what are you saying? See, it doesn't make sense. She has, she has given more than everybody. I say unto you, this widow has cast in more than they all. Next verse. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. Out of the abundance they have given. But she of her penury. Eh? For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings. But she of her penury has cast in all the living that she had. She has given all her living. All her life. She will not know what she's going to eat when she has when she's going back. She has given all her life. And Jesus says that this is the biggest giving I have ever seen in my life. Go to Mark chapter 12 verse 41. Let's read from 34. I don't read too much. So go to 44. Mark 12 44. It says, For all they did cast in their in of the abundance, but she of her wants, of her what? Did, she, did cast in all that she had, even all her living. She gave out of her wants. I mean, she made the news. Jesus takes from a widow, poor widow, dying widow. It should go on YouTube. And Jesus should be insulted. Because he has, he has taken from a woman who does not have anything. I mean, what is Jesus supposed to do? Is he not supposed to get into that? When the woman gives the two he will say, come, 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 come. Why are you giving this? Take, Jesus is supposed to take, give, him, give her the offering, isn't yeah. it? Jesus didn't give her the offering. Jesus was promoting her by saying that she has given all. 
And he didn't say, take the offering. He told them, go back. Hallelujah. Do you know why Jesus was so happy? Because the woman had found the key to prosperity. That's why he didn't give her the money. You don't need money. You understand what is going on. The woman is not going to die. She's not going to go hungry. She has just opened the door to, to release, for proper release, for everything that you can think about to come her way. And Jesus was so excited. This woman has given her all her living. Just watch what will happen in her life. That's what Jesus was saying. So you say, I don't have anything. We are asking you to give. I don't have anything. Give all that you have. And when I said I, I gave 20,000, 30,000, you think that it was all, it was, I was out of my abundance I gave. That was all I had. I didn't know what I was going to eat the next time. I didn't know what I was going to eat the next time. But I'm not hungry. I'm here. I have more than I gave. Do you hear what I said? Yeah. Wow. The other one is in First Kings. First Kings. Elijah and the widow of Zarephath. Let me read the story proper to you. Okay? First Kings. Chapter 17. From verse 8. Let me read from verse 8 so I understand it well. I'm being blessed by what I'm sharing with you. I'm being blessed. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying, This is Elijah, the prophet. The word of the Lord, God spoke to him and said, Arise, get thee to Zaphath, which belonged to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded the widow woman there to sustain you. Another widow. I, God said, I have commanded that widow to sustain you. God is very funny. God is very, very, very funny. Because you, you see why he is very funny very soon. Look at the next verse. And so he arose and went to Zaphat. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. So he told her, Get me some water. As the woman was going, next verse, and as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in, in your hand. Come with bread as you are coming back. And the woman turned and said, Prophet, you are not serious. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, as the Lord your God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks. The food is so small that only two sticks can heat it up for it to, be, for it to cook. Just two sticks. She says, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, so that we may eat it and die. This is our last meal. When we eat it, we are dying. After the meal ends, just two sticks. Just two sticks can boil it. And to cook. They are eating and they are dying. And God told Elijah that I'm sending you to a widow who will sustain you. Who will feed you. For three and a half years. She will feed you for three and a half years. Meanwhile, her bowl is just left with two steak type of meal. Two steak type of meal. What a God. God was seen differently. The woman was seen differently. And the way for her to be able to sustain the prophet was dependent on her giving. Look at it. The prophet told her. Go to the next verse. Verse 13. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not. Go and do as thou hast said, but make it thereof 
meet thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after, make for thee and for thy son. Ah. One tiana. As one kind, one tiana. When I do it, it's just for me and my son. When we eat it, it's finished. We are dying. You say, I should do for you. And then, I'll do for me and my child. What a wicked prophet. It should come into the news. Wicked prophet. A starting from widows. From poor widows. Even their last meal. Their death eating meal. Are you surprised? It's in the Bible. Her last. Her last. Look at the miracle that happened. Look at the next verse. For that's the the Lord. God of Israel. God didn't tell him when he was there. God didn't tell him when he was giving him the information initially. It was then, then when the woman was responding to the words that the word of God came. For that's the Lord God of Israel. The bowel of milk shall not waste. Let's read the lighter version. We don't understand. I know if you have BBE, Bible in Basic English. For this is the word of the Lord, the God of Israel. The store of me will not come to an end. And the bottle will never be without oil. Till the day when the Lord sends rain on the earth. And it took three and a half years for the Lord to send rain on the earth. The, the, the bottle of oil did not... Every time when she pours it, it gets finished. The next day when she goes, it is filled supernaturally. The pot gets finished every day. When she goes, the following day it is filled. God took care of them supernaturally. And it happened because she gave what she had first. She gave what she had first. Whilst others were hungry and dying, she and her child were sustained for three and a half years in abundance. If I were you, if I were you, I'll follow the principle of giving. Your need, out of your need, give. Out of their need. Second Corinthians chapter 8, from verse 1. Let's read that one. Let's read that one. Let's read it. You'll be surprised. Out of their poverty. I thought I'll show you in three scriptures. I showed you two. This is the last one. Okay? Hmm. Second Corinthians chapter 8, from verse 1. Let's read BBE. Bible in basic English. BBE. And now we give you news, brothers, about the grace of God which has been given to the churches of Macedonia. Next verse. How while they were undergoing every sort of trouble, while they were undergoing every sort of trouble, and when were in the greatest need, they took all the greater joy in being able to give freely to the needs of others. Hey. How while they were undergoing every sort of trouble, you look around, you realize that Charlie Nkoye, Senepa Nkoye, Jebre, I mean, Wabram, we have to conjugate it in French. Jebre, Tubre, Elbre, Gubre, Gubre, Elbre. You are, you are bread, what bread too much? The way to come out of the Ebrei situation. Of the suffering, he says they get. He says while they were undergoing every sort of trouble and were in the greatest need. Let's read the amplified. Amplified says their deep poverty. For in the midst of an ordeal of severe tribulation, the abundance of joy and their depth of poverty, they were in the depth of poverty. Together, have overflowed in wealth. Their giving has produced wealth. 
of lavish generosity in your part. Next verse, look at the next verse. Nyankupompa. For as I can bear witness, they gave according to their ability. Yes, and beyond their ability. And they did it voluntarily. Nobody was forcing them. Next verse. Begging us most incessantly to for, for the favor and the fellowship of the contribution in this administration for the relief and support of the saints in Jerusalem. Paul didn't want to take the money. They begged him, take this money. Take this seed. Take this seed away. In their poverty. In their poverty, they gave. They were blessed. I mean, they were so blessed. It's a principle. If you, can, if you don't go along that line, it won't work. Are you going to give? Have I showed you enough reason why you should give? You must give. This is the way to the top. Just start doing it consistently. Don't do it when they're asking you. Partner. Become a partner. Give consistently. Start from where you are. You have five cities. Just start from five cities. You have ten cities. Just start from ten cities. And just be giving your way up. You'll be shocked. God will surprise you. Okay? Have you blessed? God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at ChristWorldINC.com. God bless you.